Come on in to Open House with Sharon Caddy. It's more than just buying and selling. It's decor, lifestyle, family, tips, advice, and so much more. Open House with Sharon Caddy. Hi there, Sharon Caddy here. Great you're joining us today. Want to remind you as you're tuning into the podcast today to, well, share with everybody. Download um, podcasts from all the places you go to, share with your family and friends, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm uploading video from all of my podcasts as well as all kinds of other interesting uh, videos, tips, uh, guests, all sorts of things. So let's get down to business. And today's topic is all about home gyms. Let's face it, about a year ago, can you believe it's a year, everybody's life changed and a big part of everybody's life is staying fit, okay, like trying to stay in shape. Suddenly, you couldn't go to the gym and there were restrictions and things and and we're trying to figure out how to deal with our homes and the fitness world changed. So I'm bringing my friend in today, Amanda Sutherland from Inspire Athletics, a personal trainer. Amanda, hi, welcome. Hello, Sharon, how are you? Hey, just great. Now, like I was saying, about a year ago, everything changed and boy, it really impacted um, everybody in your circle. I mean, just the general people who like to work out, all of your clients, and of course, you and your business. How did the fitness world change for you last year? Well, I think at first, we thought it was just going to be a two-week situation, you know, get things under control. So I think at first, people just sort of took those two weeks and just maybe relaxed off of things a bit. If you're already an outdoorsy person, I'm sure people continued with their runs and their walks. I did notice on my runs that there were so many more people actually getting outside, uh, doing walks, setting up little meetings with their friends in parks to get some workouts going. Um, and I think a lot of the gyms, when they realized they were going to be shut down for a longer period of time, uh, especially the ones that were still uh, billing their, their members, were offering them online uh, fitness classes and training and group stuff. Um, as far as individual um, personal trainers who own their own businesses like myself, it was a big and very swift change to online. And so learning all about the different platforms that you could use as a trainer and that your clients were comfortable using in their homes was sort of a, a learning curve, but everyone sort of jumped on the bandwagon and things ended up online. So people are in their homes and they're outside walking and they're online. So it became actually quite accessible, but did you like in general, and I know from just going on my regular Facebook and looking at my friends, my friends postings and everything, it just seemed like. For some people, I think the idea, especially if you're not a really techie person, the idea of somehow incorporating an online aspect uh, was a little daunting and, you know, maybe they weren't an outdoorsy type of person and mm. they stayed at home and they baked bread and cookies and cake. And, and I just read a lot of people going, oh boy, I'm glad it's all about sweatpants now because nothing fits. Do you think some people kind of got away from their fitness? I absolutely do. And I think that is sort of people started getting, uh, I think mental health came into it a little bit yeah. and people started getting depressed. People started losing their jobs, their livelihoods, uh, people, even people that continued with their livelihoods. It was a different type of a livelihood or something had shifted or they were busier because they were suddenly an essential service. And so people got busier and stopped working out or people got, I think, depressed and stopped working out. And people were nervous to get online if they weren't used to that. And not everyone's an outdoor person. And so no. I think between the baking and the cooking and the eating and the wine, I think that was <laughs> a big... That. There was that, that was, I think what um, a lot of people started uh, having a little bit of trouble with and then their way, their workouts went by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So suddenly the, the focus of your fitness had to become your home base. 
like everything else, your work became yeah. your home, your work, your work and your workout became your home. Your family life is your home. Um, and suddenly you had to, your home had to become more than just where you came at the end of the day, ate dinner and watch TV. Mm-hmm. So for people that, and I think that's also part of, you know, as you'd know, working in the fitness industry, as long as you have, it's really easy to come up with excuses for not exercising. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) And a lot of people saying, well, I don't have room in my house to exercise. I don't have space. I don't have time. I don't have anything. Um, And I know in my business of real estate, there's objection handling. Oh, you know, I I can't buy, I I would buy that house, but I won't because of this and that and the other thing. I don't want to hire you for this reason. So you deal with objection too, an objection to exercise. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some of the, what are the, some of the, when, Let's deal with objection handling. Let's say I came to you and said, I don't have room in my house to exercise. What's the answer? Well, a lot of people, the problem is they think they need a lot of room because they've either been at a gym or they've, you know, they have the the great outdoors and maybe it's winter now and they can't be outside for things. But people think they actually need a lot of room, but really you don't. I train a lot of my clients who live in condos and they're 500 square foot dwellings where, you know, you have uh, maybe a five foot by six foot space uh, for their workout. And, and when I show sort of the equipment that you may or may not want to grab to get an at home uh, workout started, you'll see how small the space is right here. Mm-hmm. And you can have a fantastic workout in a tiny little space. And you can use the things in your home to do uh, that's your where I was going to go next. Yes. What if someone says, I can't afford to, I, I've got to watch my money. And that's legitimate right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've been downsized. I've been laid off. I can't afford to go buy stuff. We're going to get to actual equipment you can buy that's not expensive. But yes, they say, I can't get equipment, so I can't work out. Okay. And so, and that's where, and I hear a lot of that and we're all on a budget uh, with this and no one wants to be buying fitness equipment when gyms may open soon. And suddenly they've got this equipment in their house that they've wasted their money on, but um, you don't need a ton of equipment of anything. And if you were going to use things in your house and you have stairs, you can do push-ups on your stairs. You can do run-ups up your stairs. I always ask everyone, do you have a coffee table? And everyone's yes. Why? <laughs> well, because we're going to use that as your bench. You're going to squat onto it. You're going to do your rows onto it and, you know, provide it's a good sturdy wooden one you're good to go and couches <laughs> are fantastic for using as props uh for squatting and bending and and you really don't need a ton of space you don't need specific fitness specific equipment in all cases okay and here's the other one here's the other one that comes up a lot i don't have time to fit a workout into my day what do you uh, say? my answer to that is you don't have time not to that's a good answer yeah, yeah that's right you, you have also to have this you also yes. have this and i find it's like anything else um, you have to schedule it in sometimes, especially now when we're at home and literally pretty much on the clock 24 seven, mm-hmm. you need to schedule it in because it's, you have to prioritize yourself. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. You have to make it a part of your day, even if it's 15 minutes and you've set that time aside before you start your day, or you set that time aside, um, just after you have a bite to eat, um, you need to set that time aside just to do something active. It's so healthy for you to just do something for yourself. And the emotional uh, aspect of that is huge. You'll just feel so elated that you've done something for yourself that day amongst everything else. And it's a break from, because I'm finding people are getting fatigue from literally your phone and your computer are at your disposal all the time. And suddenly where you would go to work, let's say you're a nine to five worker, some people work nine to five. So if you got to work at nine, you could leave the office at five with, with a few exceptions, maybe a, you, you could pretty much leave it behind. Now you can't. No, it follows you everywhere. It absolutely mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And that's why it, may, it means it's more important now than ever to carve out that time to do something active for yourself. It could be a matter of just leaving your house and going for a 15 minute walk and coming back mm-hmm. and you've gotten your heart rate up. 
and you've moved your body and your mind has had a moment to clear out. And I think that that's just so important. So actually it's interesting. We're going to get to equipment now. And, and when we point out equipment, there's some stuff that you may have to make a small investment in and it's not terribly expensive, but I want to point out before we start, sometimes you can find equipment in places that don't cost a lot of money because I know things like, you know, dumbbells and everything right now, I, I admit there's one set, as you know, I'm missing one set in my collection. Okay. I'm yep. missing 15 pound <laughs> weights. They're very expensive right now. And it's like everything else. There's some things that are unfortunately because of the situation, people are getting soaked uh, financially mm -hmm. for it. But as you mentioned, there are things we can get around, but don't, Close your mind to, I only have to buy from a, a big box or big sports store. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some of my best stuff, like from the discount section at Winners. Dollar Absolutely. Store carries some stuff, believe it or not. They carry $4 yoga mats. And, and unless you're doing some ball. crazy things on your yoga mat, that should be great. Yeah. So, but let's take a look at some of it. Now, over, I'm sure, over the months ahead, it's going to become a little more affordable, even from the big stores. If we're sort of aiming to have a nice little collection of fitness equipment, what are the top recommendations that you would give? So I've done a lot of uh, training in home uh, with clients and carting around equipment to their house over the years has not been something I've wanted to do, getting in and out of the car, et cetera. So I always ask them to please have a few things in their houses that I don't have to cart around with me. And so these would be people that don't have some giant home gym and they have a smaller space, maybe like what I've got here. And there's a few uh, staple items that I would always suggest for everyone. So I'm just going to mm -hmm. leave and stand up for a second and just describe these pieces. So right now I was sitting on what's called a stability ball. And so, you know, the best size to get, which would be a one size fits most would be a 55. Okay. That's ball. a good, okay. yep. there are different sizes. There are the 65 is okay too, but don't get a 75 unless you're six foot four. Okay. okay. <laughs> so these are good. They should be blown up so firm. Everyone gets them out of the bag and they blow them up and you can still see the wrinkles in them from when they were packaged. Keep blowing them up. They should be firm. It should be that when you sit on it, it doesn't have a ton of gifts. So these you can get at winners for like 13, 14, $15. And they often come with a pump. And if you get them from a fitness store, maybe $18. So, right. so much you can do with this. And I should mention you see the ball and everybody goes, okay, I can sit on the ball. You can do abs, you can do legs, you can do arms, you can do all kinds of stuff. Yes. This actually replaces owning a $250 weight training bench. Yeah. So you can do anything on this ball pretty much that you could do on a bench. So it's perfect. Okay. So this is great for so many things. Um, I also like you guys to have some kind of a mat and I'm just going to tilt my phone down here a little bit. So a, a mat, a yoga mat. Uh, and as long as it's on something soft, like a carpet, you're not going to hurt your tailbone. If you're on hardwoods, which a lot of people are or tiles, I would suggest that you get a slightly more padded mat. And that's sort of where I would uh, go with that. Okay. Um, and like so you said, they don't have to be expensive. I mean, if you're no. really into yoga, and I, I mean, I've, I've been trained as a yoga teacher. So, I mean, I've got like an $80 mat. You yes. don't need that. No. I also have some $4 mats too. So. Yeah. You could buy two or three $4 mats from the dollar store, pad them up. And you've got about this much uh, give between your tailbone and the floor. And that's exactly. sort of when you need it. Yeah. And um, so another thing that's really inexpensive and you can buy them in packages of, of three or, or more um, are the workout uh, resistance bands. And these can replace things like dumbbells, which right now are a hot commodity. Yeah. So if you end up with a, a, a package of bands that come in light, medium and heavy, uh, depending on your strength, you can do all kinds of uh, weight training exercises that you would normally do with dumbbells. 
uh, bicep curls, triceps. Uh, you can lock them in a door and you can do chest presses in rows. You can wrap them around posts. So they're very good uh, for doing the smaller muscle groups mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And more of a, I would say, um, this is more of a splurge of a spend because these uh, do cost about $115, including tax. These are called the Lieber Equalizers. Uh, and they were actually invented by a good friend of mine and colleague, Mark Lieber. Uh, they're sold all over the world now, but they come as a package of two. And there's about 160 different exercises you can do with these. And if you're into sports, you can do sports conditioning on them. If you want to do flexibility and range of motion, you can use them for that. Um, if you want to do strength training, you can use them for that. They're absolutely amazing. They replace lateral pull downs, uh, bench presses that you can do all kinds of things with these. And you would just probably need uh, definitely to look at the, the poster and DVD that comes with it. But a trainer would also be able to help you with all kinds of creative ideas to use these. So we use those a lot. And they're not for hanging your laundry on. They're not, but you can, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like you say, when prices come down, dumbbells are a great thing to add. And they I are. Say when, when stores are open again, um, if you go into the fitness section at a place called Winners, um, if you're not from the local area or Canada, you might not be familiar, but Winners or Marshalls, um, I've got like weighted balls that we can use. I've got... Yep. All kinds of Absolutely. little things that you can get for five or six dollars and add to yeah. your little home gym. Absolutely. And people have been very creative, too. I had a set of clients that bought a bag of sand, a couple of bags of sand from Home Depot, curbside mm -hmm. pickup and some metal rods. And they oh. made 25 pounds because the male client is a big, strong guy. He made 25 pound sandbag. Uh, they look like kettlebells and he did lunges with those and squats Smart. with those. Yeah, and they filled up. You can find containers in your house, old juice containers, old uh, windshield wiper containers. Fill them with sand, weigh them, write the weight on them, and you've suddenly got some makeshift weights. And that's what people were doing. That's how motivated they were to continue with their workouts in most cases. Exactly. Now, yeah. the other thing that comes into play with fitness, now we get some stuff or we, we, we got our, our stuff on, we put on our workout wear, and we're going to do it for one day and we're so excited. We feel good. And then you kind of <laughs> let it slip. And the one thing I can say for sure is that if you're someone who's gone to a gym or perhaps are part of like, I don't know, a, a running club or a workout club or a class situation or whatever, going to the gym offers you that opportunity for accountability. Not that they're writing down what you're doing, but you, you know, you're going to show up and see people that can yes. see if you're letting yourself go. Um, how do we address, address accountability given our current circumstances? Because it's hard to make yourself accountable. Well, and that's been a really big struggle for everyone. And it's a struggle for anyone, even without the pandemic. So I, I would say that's like my clients, uh, that's 90% of them have trouble with the accountability part. Most of them push through it, but some of them need an appointment. So make an appointment with a friend on a Zoom call and just Zoom them in or Skype them into your workout and do your workout together. Uh, make an appointment with your trainer if you if you're, have a trainer. Uh, make an appointment uh, with your yoga class online. And it's all about having these appointments. Yeah. Um, and just by having that appointment, sometimes sitting in your schedule, staring at you, you sort of more more inclined to actually get up and start moving again. And I always find if there's another it. person involved, whether it's like yeah. a trainer, a friend, a few friends that all join, yeah. maybe you schedule a Zoom workout together. Having yeah. other people involved makes you accountable because if you're the one that doesn't show up, somebody knows. Yes. And at the very least, I will tell my son, hey, Connor, I've got to go for a 5K run today. And he'll ask me, mommy, did you go for your run? Tell someone in your family and ask mm -hmm. them to make you accountable. And that sort of helps too. 
Also, do you think goal setting is a good idea? Should people be setting goals and tracking themselves and like charting successes? I think that for a lot of people, depending on your personality, that works really well. Um, I think accountability, though, is the biggest thing. So if setting a goal and seeing those results makes you more accountable, then absolutely. Okay. If, se- if just getting out there and doing something to be moving and be active and you don't really have a weight goal or a distance goal or a strength goal, you just want to be active. I think that's when you do have to meet up with your friends and make sure that you're doing it and you have an appointment. Okay. And now yeah. there are different ways to access, um, like, again, there's some people saying, okay, great. I don't even know how to start. I mean, I want to talk about what you do in your services, but for people that literally are in a situation again, where you've been downsized out of your work, you've been laid off, you're, you're, you're on whatever um, EI and you're thinking, how can I even do this? But you do have access to your, your Wi-Fi in the house. There are some great workouts online. Like there's some yep, great stuff. You, I'd like, And I would suggest anybody who gets those Liebert equalizers, which I have in my home, um, there are some excellent workouts online using those, like yep, really good are. to teach you how to do stuff. But nothing beats personal interaction. And that's where you come in. Tell us about what you do as a trainer. Well, you know, what, what I do is I just keep people going. And, in, and over the 21 years that I've been doing this, I've had some of the same clients over that time. It just keeps people going. It keeps them from going in the wrong direction mentally, physically. Um, it keeps them feeling like they're able to now, a lot of them in their retirements, able to um, go on these trips and these vacations that are more physical. And they, I get emails saying, oh my gosh, thank goodness I've been working out all these years. So what I do is I keep people going. And whether you come to me as a brand new person who's never done anything and we're learning the basics or you've come to me like I see you and you've been doing this for years and you're already really fit it's about keeping things variable and interesting and challenging and 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 always learning and that's sort of what what I do I keep it interesting challenging and you have an appointment with me and I give you homework to do for the rest of the week and that's your accountability right there so because you have to look at me the next week in the eyes and tell me whether you did it or not (laughs) and the other thing people should be aware of too because I know people are at home with different health struggles, physical struggles. I myself have had two hip replacements. You're aware, like you're educated in all of this and you're able to help people to do recovery from things, to to strengthen um, pre, post-surgeries, all sorts of things, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's just through learning through your guys' physiotherapists, the uh, surgeons, the uh, other supplementary care that you guys get before and after over these years. And we all just work together to make things go more smoothly and to make things heal more quickly um, and get you guys back into your regular routines again after these major surgeries, and these, yeah. which, which can be life-altering events for people if they're not already fit and active. So going into it fit and active is, is very important such that you can heal and come out of it fit and active. And the good news I can tell you is that uh, working myself in real estate, I'm seeing more and more when I'm either showing homes to buyers or looking at homes (laughs) to sell, people are putting aside a designated workout space because that's something people are looking for now. Yes, absolutely. I see it all the time. Yeah. And even in a small space, even in a condo, I'm noticing people are like, there's a corner and maybe it's space that would be unused space. It's not practical for a couch or a chair or a table, but now it's a workout space. So I think people are embracing the entire idea. Um, With your services, if people are interested in contacting, you do have a website where they can find out how to contact you, right? Yes, I do. It's inspireathletics.ca. And um, yeah, you just can pop on there and it's got my phone number, contact information and uh, best always just to have a chat about it and see what uh, what you're looking for. Yeah. And now while you are the best in-person trainer, I got to say, um, <laughs> Thank you. virtual is the, you're doing virtual. 
It's all online, except for those that feel like they want to come to visit my house on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, In which case, you know, they like to do some working out on the front lawn, but everyone else is just online and they're loving it. The only tech you need is either your cell phone or an iPad or something, right? Yep. And Wi-Fi. That's it. A little bit of Wi-Fi is always good. um, And you don't need a big space. That is the biggest thing. People think they don't, they don't have what they need. You don't need much and you do not need a big space. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing with everybody today. And again, inspireathletics.ca. You want to contact Amanda. She's the best. I'm telling you. Oh, thanks, Sharon. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to check out Amanda and a reminder uh, that this uh, is my podcast, Open House with Sharon Caddy, available on all podcast platforms. And you can uh, just share, tell your family, your friends. And of course, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel to check out all of the videos that I'm constantly posting. If you're looking to reach out to me, whether it be about the podcast, about my YouTube channel, channel about my real estate business. SharonCaddy.com is the location. Thanks again, everybody for joining us uh, for Open House with Sharon Caddy. And we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. For all our episodes, click to SharonCaddy.com. Open House with Sharon Caddy is produced with Aflalo Communications, Inc. Till next time.